SAFM Sports Wrap. Good evening to you. Welcome to SAFM Sports Wrap. I am Brad Brown. It's good to have you with us. Half an hour of non-stop sporting action here on South Africa's news and information leader. And uh, we've got a busy show to get through tonight as well, so not going to dilly-dally. We're going to be talking World Radio Day, because that's what it is today. Uh, UNESCO initiative, and we'll have more details on that in a moment. We'll also cross live to the cricket at St. George's Park in Port Elizabeth, where the Proteas are up against India, and they are hoping to keep the series alive. And uh, a whole lot more coming your way as well. We'll also be paying tribute uh, to or hearing from Polokwane City uh, following the death of Mokhao Tesla in a car accident this past weekend. So let's start with some cricket news. And uh, batting first, India posted uh, 274 for 7 in their 50 overs. South Africa, in reply, are currently 85 for the loss of three. We are waiting on review though that India has sent upstairs for an LBW uh, that is not going to be upheld. So Paul missing the stump. So three down it is. South Africa going at a good rate, but they have lost early wickets. Aslam Kota will join us uh, in a moment to give us all the details from St. George's. Meanwhile, Cricket South Africa have decided that most of South Africa's test players will sit out the three-match T20 International Series against India, which starts at the Wanderers on Sunday. JP Dumini will captain the squad, which includes only batsman A.B. de Villiers as uh, one of the country's likely first-choice test players. The squad includes two uncapped players. Batsman Christian Jonker and fast bowler Junior Dala have both received call-ups, while wicketkeeper batsman Heinrich Klaassen is new to T20 Internationals as well. Earlier today, this African woman cricket team lost to the their Indian counterparts by seven wickets in their first T20 international in Potchefstroom. And looking at uh, the one international between Zimbabwe and Afghanistan, Afghanistan beating Zim by six wickets with 135 balls to spare, absolutely hammering them. Earlier on today, England's uh, lost to New Zealand by 12 runs in their Trans-Tasman T20 series. Meanwhile, the ECB confirming that Ben Stokes will fly out to New Zealand to join up with the rest of his English teammates and will be eligible to play. In domestic football news, uh, the FIFA rule preventing a player from turning out for three clubs in a season would block a potential move for Kermit Erasmus to Orlando Pirates until the end of the 2017-18 Premier Soccer League season. That according to Bucks coach Milutin Stredojevic. Stredojevic says even if Erasmus was available now, he feels that he's got the best players in South Africa. Pirates coach says his team did not want to cause trouble in a similar manner to Ajax Cape Town facing boardroom battles over fielding Tendai and Doru as uh, their third club this season by signing Erasmus, released, uh, who was released from his contract with French club Rents last week. In news out of England, Hull City midfielder Ryan Mason has been forced to retire at the age of 26, that as a result of the fractured skull that he suffered against Chelsea back in 2017. Mason, who won one cap for England in 2015, had to have surgery after a clash of heads uh, with defender Gary Cahill. In other news out of England, West Brom have sacked both chairman John Williams and chief executive Martin Goodman due to poor results this season. Some Champions League action to look forward to tonight as well. Juventus welcome Tottenham Hotspur, while Manchester City take on Basel. In rugby news, the Southern Kings have confirmed that they'll play Irish side Munster in a Pro 14 clash in George later this year at Otaniqua Park. And uh, that one's scheduled for the 7th of April. The move is part of a wider initiative to familiarise the broader rugby public with Pro 14. This uh, is the first season South African involvement in the competition, which also features Irish, Welsh, Scottish and 
Italian teams. In boxing news, reigning WBO bantamweight champion Zolani Tete will make his second title defence against Argentina's Omar Narvez in Belfast, Northern Ireland on Saturday the 21st. That fight was initially scheduled to take place this past Saturday, but the Mdatsane-born champion picked up a calf muscle injury as well as an Achilles tendon injury while training in East London last month. On to Olympics news. Canada were crowned the first Olympic mixed doubles curling champions today. They claim gold with a 10-3 blowout over world champions Switzerland. The victory placed John Morris and Caitlin Laws in elite company. The Canadians adding their name to a shortlist of four curlers who have won two Olympic gold medals. You can catch a full day's highlights on SABC2 at 11 o'clock this evening. French cyclist Brian Kokar of Team Vital Concept won the first stage of the Tour of Oman today, edging out South African team dimension daters Mark Cavendish and Italy's Giacomo Nazzoli in the final sprints. Coming up next, we'll chat some cricket. Well, we head to St. George's Park in uh, Port Elizabeth now where the Proteas are chasing down a fairly formidable total that India set them earlier on today. Aslam Kota is there. Aslam, the Proteas going along at a good rate, but they have lost some early wickets. Yes, and that's why it's a formidable total, uh, Brad, because uh, having lost those three wickets, suddenly 275 looks quite far away. So it's important that Amla on 27 and Miller try and get South Africa's innings back on course. They are at the moment 87 for three after 18 overs and they've added 22 runs for this particular wicket. Markram was first out. He was caught by Kohli of Pumra for 32. That in the 10th over when he was looking to force the face and uh, he, he was soon followed by J.P. Dumani who lasted just five deliveries. He was caught of the bowling of Pandya by Sharma at slip for one and ABW soon followed, also falling to Pandya this time, caught at the wicket by Dhoni for six. So now a bit of a recovery is required from the South Africans and just watching... Uh, Muller, he's tucked the ball all the way and it's gone for six. 93 for three and with that he's gone to 23. Earlier India, 274 for seven. They were asked to bet by the South Africans and it was headlined by that superb 115 for Rohit Sharma. Of 126 balls, he had 11 fours and four sixes. Virat Kohli got 36. He was first of two runouts, victims of runouts. Uh, Dumani got his wicket. And uh, very soon after, it was Ajinka Rehan who was run out by that combination of Mortal and uh, the wicketkeeper Klaassen. He was out for 18. There was only one other score of note, 30 for Shriash Ayer. And then it all seemed to fold for the Indians. They scored at just 5.48 to the over. 5 for 51, his best figures in one day international. That was in Kiri, who got two, in, two deliveries and was set up for a hat-trick. And he finishes, as I said, with four wickets. 1 for 58 for Abada. And uh, there was also tidy bowling from Andile Pelakwayo, his Eight overs going for just 34 runs. So in South Africa, chasing that uh, score of 275, they have 189 deliveries left with 182 runs to win. Amla's on 27, Miller on 23, 93 for three here in the 19th over. Aslam Kota, SAFM Sport. Aslam, before I let you go, just a, a quick yes. one. Obviously, uh, a very uh, sort of confidence-boosting win on the weekends in the last one international uh, with, with some big runs coming from Klaassen and uh, Pesla uh, Towards the end, the Proteas have to win this one if they want to keep the series alive. What, what's the mood looking like in the camp with the early wickets? Uh, I mean, does it look, do they look confident? Are they, are they coping better with the spinners? Yes, well, we were talking about how do they approach them. And one of the things to do is to make sure that with the spinners in action, especially to bet 
on an off-stamp guard. That way you're able to judge the ball a whole lot better, to pick up the loose ball better and the straighter one as well. In fact, just before you came to me, Brad, there was an interesting uh, uh, review by the Indians. We thought that Miller was in fact trapped LBW, but the ball turned enough to beat the outside of the leg stump. So the umpire had made a very good call there and the Indians had to go for the review. They've lost it. But in the main, they looked to come out with uh, lots of confidence. I must say Aiden Markton played well and I described him trying to chase or, or, or to intense uh, to put some intensity in his uh, in the opening stand and in those 10 overs the power play overs he was looking to take advantage and that's when he fell in the 10th over and uh, until then it was the best partnership by the South Africans for the opening uh, opening partnership for South Africa in the series so far so for all intents and purposes they look like they uh, obviously confident but it's certainly a bit of a wobble now having lost Markram Dumini and De Villiers and now it all lies on the shoulders of the experience of Amla and the talents of Miller to at least get them somewhere close as they get towards those closing overs. Aslam, India were, were going along great guns. Uh, obviously, you, you mentioned uh, Rohit Sharma's uh, impressive 115, although he was dropped in the 90s. But South Africa really did peg them back, uh, in, in particularly the last sort of 10 overs, those uh, two wickets from Ngidi. And then looking at their last five overs, I think they only scored 34 runs in their last five. Do you think that could trip them up, but that they, they didn't kick on from the great start they had? They should have got more. And, and is this a gettable total at St. George's under lights? It's a gettable total if you face the full 50 overs. So wickets in hand are crucial for South Africa. And you're absolutely right. I mean, we saw that happen in the, uh, I think it was the third one, the international, where they also set themselves up for a very good total with a top-order partnership. Uh, in fact, it was in the match at the Wanderers when they got 289. It somehow fell away that night too. And here you're absolutely right. It certainly did. And uh, a partnership of 105 of 111 uh, to set yourself up for that second wicket, you felt that, again, a score of 300 was on the cards. But those runouts were very key in the Indian lineup. And uh, on this pitch, you felt that 300 was uh, definitely gettable. And as I said, uh, Brad, if they do uh, occupy the crease for long enough, then uh, 275 is gettable. Last time, Kota, thank you very much for that. It sounds like the band is uh, firing up and getting into full voice. And uh, when the band's in full voice, uh, it bodes well for the Proteas. So let's hope it is a positive night and we go to the decider. Although it can only draw the series, uh, but let's hope it is alive for that last one as well. Coming up next here on SAFM Sports Trap, we'll pay tributes to uh, a fallen family member, Polokwane City. Sad news indeed coming through last night that Mohao Tesla passed away in a car accident on Sunday evening. We'll pay tribute to him next. SAFM Sports Wrap. You're listening to SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. And some sad news emerging yesterday, the death of Polokwane City defender Mukhao Tesla uh, in a car accident. Uh, and the details are emerging uh, as uh, more and more information does become available. But the player passed away on Sunday evening after he rolled his car on the Quachafontaine Road. He was alone in the vehicle at the time. This was confirmed by City's media officer Vusi Ntumane at a media briefing at the club's village in Suturing outside Polokwane earlier today. Today's training session has uh, been cancelled, but Ntumane says they're not sure if City's ABSA Premiership match against the Bloemfontein Celtic this weekend will be postponed or not. We are waiting for the PSL to tell us what, uh, what, to, go, what to do next. Uh, we have informed them and uh, we're waiting for them to direct us from here where to. But for now, uh, we have no confirmation or so it means uh, the game is still on for now because we haven't had any communication 
from PSL were just waiting. So as soon as everything is, uh, is communicated to us from the PSL, I think we'll be able to uh, divulge more information. Uh, in the issue of uh, measures, measures of help and the psychologist's help, uh, I think we as a team, today in the morning uh, we invited two pastors uh, that were here. And also we are in talk with some couple of doctors that will help us during this week. Uh, and then the, I think uh, the players will be will, will have more session with uh, doctors. Uh, the names of the doctors will be mentioned. I think uh, later today, uh, as we are still in communication with the doctors, uh, they will be uh, the players will go through psychological uh, sessions that will be held from tomorrow. Ntamani added that the club will have a memorial service for the player, but they would like to do it together with the family. Yes, there will be memorial service. But uh, we'll communicate as soon as we know the details of the funeral so that we, 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 we talk to the family so that we have a one we just want to do together with the family. We don't want to do our own uh, memorial service, whereas the, 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 the family does another one. So we want to do one thing. Probably it will be around uh, Whitbank. But uh, the dates and the times will, will confirm as soon as we know the details of the funeral. Meanwhile, head coach Bernard Malekwa, who was visibly upset, says the club's lost an important member of their family. Malekwa describes the right back as someone who worked hard, was respectful and humble, adding that he had expected great things from Tesla. We have lost one of the of the family. Tesla uh, is one of the players that um, I believe we, we needed him. Not only me, the whole team, because he was, he was important to, to the club. And uh, he was um, a very good player. He was he was he was a, a hard worker. He was uh, very humble. Uh, in most of the time, when you when you talk to him, you won't ask uh, you why. He will always do exactly what you asked him to do. He, he was just jailing in the team. Obviously, he was he played uh, two important. Um, uh, games he, he performed well, and then we're still looking forward to get more from him. You understand because he's that player who will always give his best. Whenever we are training, whenever we are playing an official game, he will try to 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 give his best. So it is a really really um, sad to lose uh, one of the players like like Zeta, because I believe each and every coach will will always want to have. I would, would have loved to have him in the team, but this is the situation we don't have a control over. We, we just say his, his soul can rest in peace. Rise and shine captain Jabulani Maluleka echoed the coach's sentiments that they have been affected badly by the sad news. Maluleka says as players, they cherish memories created with a 26-year-old and they will miss him. It's a sad loss for us as he has been part of the family. And... The news never said well to us since yesterday. But we just have to thank God for for the opportunity that we we had with Mao and for the memories that he created with him, whether it's bad or good, to his family. We just have to send the, the condolences and may his soul rest in peace. And he was a player who, who never said much, but he, will, he, will, he was a soldier.
and he used to die for the team. We'll always miss him. Limpopo MEC for Sport, Annika Malloy, also sent representatives to the briefing to convey messages of condolences to the club, Tesla's family and friends, and from all of us here at SAFM as well. May we pass on our condolences to the club, uh, to uh, his family and uh, anyone who knew him as well. May his soul rest in peace. SAFM Sports Wrap. You're listening to SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. If you've listened to uh, SAFM today or any other radio station for that matter, you may have picked up that it is World Radio Day today. And I was pretty excited when I found out that the theme for World Radio Day this year was sport and the role that radio has played in sport. And one of my favorite, favorite sporting memories, I've got a few over my life, but one of them involves radio. And it was back in 1996, the Africa Cup of Nations final uh, with Bafana Bafana and that uh, unbelievable campaign. But I remember... Remember the day of that final like it was yesterday. I was working in a restaurant as a student uh, at the time uh, in 1996, and I couldn't get the day off work. I would have loved to have watched uh, the final, but it was between the lunch and the afternoon shift, and our, uh, the lunch and the evening shift. And I remember sitting in my car in the parking lot. It was an old Mazda uh, 1981 323, the old Dombolos. And I remember sitting in my car listening to match commentary of that match where we won the Africa Cup of Nations. And uh, it's a memory that will stick with me forever. And I'm sure many people have got uh, wonderful radio memories. And I think one of them as well was the, the 1995 Rugby World Cup. And UNESCO have uh, put together a whole bunch of audio pieces uh, around different events. And, and one of the pieces that they put together was uh, that event that helped bring the Rainbow Nation together like never before. South African uh, Rugby Captain Francois Pinar uh, spoke about his relationship with former President uh, Nelson Mandela. It's all now part of folklore and has been made into a massive blockbuster film called Evictus. And uh, UNESCO put this piece together and I thought you might enjoy it. As they say, in 1995 at Alice Park, when the whistle blew, South Africa changed forever. From the flashback, what can you share with us? It was an incredible moment. Um, it was very emotional too. After the whistle blew, um, I don't think we realized the impact that that win uh, had on, on the nation uh, under the, the leadership of Mr. Mandela. And for the first time in our country's history, everybody in South Africa was a World Cup winner. It is a known fact that then President Mandela was using rugby, a sport predominantly represented by whites, to unite the nation. The slogan, one team, one country, was coined to bridge the divide among the communities. So now when you look back, how successful do you think it was? It was incredibly successful and, and very smart. And when I walked into the meeting room, I saw one team, one country, and, and that immediately focused the attention. We knew it was going to be big um, if we did well for every South African, but we had no idea whatsoever um, that it was going to be so big that our nation will really behind a team, uh, behind a sport that was dominated by whites and, and hated by, by black people in South Africa. And over the course of six weeks, they, became, uh, they started becoming fans and became to love the game and the players that played for, um, you know, for the Springboks. And how was the media coverage like uh, then for such a noble effort undertaken by you and then President Mr. Mandela? How important was it the way the media was portraying the situation? Oh, without the media, people don't know what's happening. Uh, media is crucial in terms of uh, informing people and getting the right tone as well. 
and getting that balance right. The media was central in keeping people informed on this journey, and especially radio, because in the far outlying rural areas of South Africa, the townships, um, people would just have radio. They would not have had television, and they would have been glued to the radio, listening to the matches and, and the results. So on World Radio Day, uh, Francois, we are actually advocating uh, the coverage of such stories. When you look back and when you think about media narrative, do you think this special moment, which was later translated into a movie, could have happened without the support from radio, from TV, from media? Again, I come back to so how do you how do you actually share emotion and how do you share change and how do you share views and and um, narratives with people without media and radio is one of those strong media that i personally love and you sort of a capture to radio when you're driving to work in the mornings and driving home uh, and given the traffic jams globally that's uh, that's where you uh, are far more intense and in listening to what uh, is being shared and the debates that are being had I would also like to talk about your relationship with Mr. Mandela. A lot has been written about it. Is there still something which people don't know and you would want to share? I was so lucky that my relationship with Mr. Mandela actually grew after the 1995 Rugby World Cup. He's the go- he was the godfather to both our children and uh, invited himself to our wedding. Um, incredible relationship with him and also then later on with Mrs. Gross and Michelle at his side. Uh, I just pinched myself that I was so lucky to have had such an experience with uh, one of the world's greatest leaders. For World Radio Day, we are celebrating the uniting power of sports and radio. So how do you think the medium of radio, which is quite powerful in your country, can contribute more effectively to raising awareness of the kind of examples uh, like the Springboks in 1995? One of the um, attributes that you should develop is storytelling. Because storytelling is so powerful, and that's what radio does better than any other media. Listening to the voice of a person speaking, telling a story, is far more uh, captivating than seeing something on screen, um, uh, for me uh, personally. So when you when you drive to work and, and you drive home and, and you've got your radio on, uh, the debates that are taking place, especially in South Africa, it's just um, it's amazing to hear people express themselves. What is your message for World Radio Day? Keep sharing the stories. Keep telling great stories and inspiring people. And thank you. Thank you very much, Ms. Penar. SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, continuing with the World Radio Day vibe, I thought we'd get one of the legends of South African broadcasting uh, onto the show this evening. And what a great pleasure and honor to welcome Dumile Mateza onto the show. Dumile, welcome onto SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. Thank you so much for joining Hello, us and happy World Radio Day. Yeah, good afternoon, welcome and uh, good, good afternoon to our listeners too. Miller, you've done you've done a lot of radio, you've done a lot of TV, but there's something special about sport on radio, isn't there? Well, yeah. So radio, you are on your own. You work alone, and I like the working alone. You decide what you want to say. Unlike in TV, the producer can, from time to time, or the director can, from from time to time, say you've spoken too much about that. You must not speak about this. You haven't mentioned that. You are talking too much about this. Don't say that. You are screaming. You are shouting. But radio, nothing of the sort. You're actually on your own. You drive your own show. 
one thing I love about radio, and they call it the theater of the mind, and, and sport is, is almost made for radio. Just the descriptions and, the, and, and, and talking someone through, you can see it in your mind's eye. You, you must have some wonderful memories of, of commentating and, and, and calling sports games throughout your career. Well, yes, it's, it's been a wonderful uh, that, uh, trip over the years. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I remember reading a book by Christopher Martin Jenkins that deals with commentary on radio, especially on cricket, where he says when they were employed at BBC, they would go into a booth, do commentary, and they would put a blind man to listen to them. And if that blind man can actually visualize what they are talking about, then those guys know what they are doing. They will be good commentators. The other thing we picked up over the years, because I'm writing on the subject from time to time, is that I've always told people when you speak on radio, when you do commentary on radio, you're actually speaking to the, you're actually speaking to the ear. But when you speak, when you're on TV, you're actually speaking to the visuals rather than to the ear. One of the other things that the BBC used to do is to, when television arrived, they were all told, now on television, guys, what should happen is you only speak when you have something to add to the picture. And that's not the case with radio. Absolutely not. Dumile, do you, do you remember when you first thought you wanted to get onto radio? Do, do you remember as, as a youngster what, what the thinking was? Can you, can you think back and, and, and tell us a little bit about that? Well, I, I started uh, high school, probably earlier than that, to use sports commentary as part of my oral work at school. I used to do sports commentary as part of the oral work, I remember a long time, the uh, British Lions in 1974 were touring South Africa, and I could name every player from fullback to the last one, to the hooker. Uh, I remember they had a famous hooker, Bob Windsor, and they had another one, uh, McLaughlin, who was a little bit of a, 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 a naughty guy. Um, also, they had the Williams brothers, J.B.R. Williams, who was a Wimbledon junior, and also the, his brother, J.J. Williams. And I used to call all of those players, and I did that in class. And one day, the, uh, the, the, the teacher stopped me halfway and asked me, when did you learn all this? Because I used to do that in English, course I'm in, in Afrikaans. And then I, a friend of mine, colleague at, at the SABC in Port Elizabeth, asked me to come and help them uh, on school holidays, and I started doing that. But when I arrived in Johannesburg in 1980, one of my first love was sport, and I got into sport. Funny enough, I never spent a lot of, although I did radio culture, I did cricket, rugby, soccer on radio and athletics, and, uh, but, and boxing. But the, the, most of the time I worked on TV, but the radio for me was the thing because you take your time, you, you, you do what you want to do. For instance, I used to do something nobody ever actually did. I used to record the start of the 100 meters and 200 meters and 200 meters. Record the start so that I can name every runner in the, in the list with their times, best times, and all of that. And then when they cross to me, I will just roll the tape where it ends, I take off, and that's when the, 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 the race starts. And that's what is important. That's what is, is, is satisfying for me about radio. Those are the things I used to like. 
Well, Dumile, it's been uh, an absolute pleasure chatting to you, and uh, you've definitely rolled back the years and brought back some great memories, some of those names that I'd long forgotten. Uh, thank you very much for the part that you've played uh, in the South African yeah, la- radio landscape. And, you know, uh, you must always tell them, Brad, that in this game, especially on radio, in this, in this game, we talk about light and shade. There must be light and shade in your voice. Well, fantastic. Well, Dumile, thank you so much for your time this evening here on SAFM Sports Wrap. Much appreciated. SAFM Sports Wrap. I have been schooled. What a legend. Uh, and what a great show. Thoroughly enjoyed that. Happy radio, International Radio Day to you. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that celebration of uh, sport on radio. Just a quick cricket update for you. 1-1-5 for three is what the Proteas are after 24.1 overs. And we've also just heard that Paul Aquane's uh, match against Bloom Celtic this weekend has been postponed. So that match is not happening. Coming up on the other side of your 7 o'clock news, it is the talk shop from myself, Brad Brown, and my team in Johannesburg, Phineas and Luyola. Thank you very much for your help tonight, gents. Have yourself a great evening. Right now it is 7 o'clock and time for your news.